all-American hash sweet pure beef patty, lettuce, tomato, singles going. This is Singles Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Adrian Madoc. And I'm Steve McGowan. We are in a band, The Beef People, who released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records. We are record collectors and passionate especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes us makes for a great single is what propelled us to begin this podcast this is singles going steady oh three oh uh spud boys we are going to talk about devo and their unbelievable cover of i can't get no satisfaction from 1978 and it is sort of unbelievable that it's a cover because this is a, a cover that's not really a cover right this is a cover that's a, a deconstruction reinterpretation it's so deconstructed you can hardly see the original in it right the, the, the lyrics yeah, are, the, the, but, yes that's but, about it um, the so riff is not there right yeah. and, and so i'm not really sure what what of the there's certainly it's been stripped of melody Yes. And um, I, I'm not sure what's yeah. left of, of the the music of the Rolling Stones. Well, should we listen to just a little bit of the Rolling Stones version to, yeah, uh, to yeah. refresh our, our memory? Yeah, so just a, a little, mm-hmm. little taste of that, and then you'll, you'll uh, see what has been uh, torn away. Rolling Stones from the mid-60s, their version of I Can't Get No Satisfaction.
Okay, you probably remember that song. Um, it's a kind of a, a staple of chestnut warhorse. Yes. yes. Uh huh. And um, so again, <laughs> talking about Devo, this this is kind of the ultimate Devo thing. They they um, they just compacted throughout, minimalized, totally. I don't know what they did to this song, but they yeah. they did something to it because they're really performance artists, absolutely, and, and they're they're um, sort of taking on notions of of what rock and roll is mm-hmm. and and what it is and and um, rejecting it. Yes, yeah, absolutely rejecting it. Yeah, remaking it in their own image. Mm-hmm. And so let's um, let's actually listen to it. This was. Um, Originally released in 77 on their own label, and then when they signed to Warner Brothers in 78, they re-recorded it with Brian Eno producing, and uh, they released it as a single, and that's what we're going to hear now. Devo in 1978 doing I Can't Get No Satisfaction. without getting too much in sort of the um, Byzantine world of, of the rights behind the mm-hmm. song, um, because the lyrics are the, the most recognizable sort of element of the Rolling Stones song, uh, Devo had to get permission from the lyricist um, Mick Jagger to have this version uh, of to be able to record it included on the, the Warner Brothers uh, 
first album. Tell us about, uh, very, very briefly, about your dream about Mick Jagger. <laughs> okay. So, um, what was it? What was his, uh, his catchphrase? <laughs> well, just the, briefly, the scene was um, I stumbled upon, I was on a walk and stumbled upon the royal wedding procession. This yeah, would have do. been, uh, it, that, they were with the queen and the family and some corgis. <laughs> the corgis. Walking around the high school track near my house, as you would, because of course that was their second stop. Yes, you know, the, we the have royal to, track. Right, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we have to walk some of this cake off or whatever. So they were walking around the corner, and somehow uh, Mick Jagger was suddenly with me because, you know, royal wedding. Yes. And he kept trying to tell all these really corny jokes, and he kept putting his hands on his hips as he's wont to do and go, I'm such a wag. I'm such a wag. I'm such a wag. Um, and, and winking. So. <laughs> and then I, uh, I, I was sort of horrified by this dream. Um, you know, it's just a snippet of it. And I woke up the morning uh, that morning and saw an article about how Mick Jagger told dad jokes. I was like, it's true. It it's so all true. come true. I wonder if he said, I'm such a wag to I'm such uh, a wag. I'm such a wag. <laughs> well, because he's a wag, I think he, yes. he enjoyed. Right. He, you know, he loved this version. Yeah, they said he danced around the hotel room when he heard it. So he was pleased. And, yeah. and obviously. Obviously, the rest is is reinterpreted rock history. What I'm figuring is he imagined how angry Keith Richards would be when he heard it, <laughs> <laughs> and that made him happy. <laughs> uh. So this is just a, 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 a bizarre. I mean, it's Devo. It's Devo at their their performance art best. Um, we were just watching the video when they're wearing their their yellow rubber suits with the Devo on them, and they have the guitars that have all kinds of weird things taped to them, and they're, they're like performance uh, artists, electronics, and yeah. you know, mm-hmm. parts, and yeah, yeah. Um, uh, crazy duct tape. Yes, um, everywhere, yeah. <laughs> and. Um, Excuse me. The first uh, album is called Q Are We Not Men? A Are We Are Devo. And it, it has the very uh, iconic cover. <laughs> Which is this lovely drawing of famous golfer. Chai Chai Rodriguez. <laughs> Chichi Rodriguez. <laughs> um, Who kind of looks like a mongoloid in the cover. <laughs> it, it's a very strange drawing. And I guess it's sort of a... Yeah, it, it's It's... One depiction of masculinity is it's, my interpretation. It's beyond my can. You know, sort um, of like my, my art history reads, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's, oh, this is depicting modern man and, uh, and you know, one view of masculinity. Yeah. You know, the professional athlete and it's playing very eight, eight or nine holes. Down, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, a golfer. And uh, that is just a, a, um, the album, the first Devo album is just a mind wrecker i mean it's got so many great songs on it they're so weird and so fun and catchy and uh produced by eno bowie was a big fan and he wanted to produce them but uh, he was busy and he got his pal eno to do it um they are from akron ohio akron ohio yeah. The opposite end of super Dayton, right? industrial. Mm-hmm. I guess we can draw a parallel to mm-hmm. some of the industrial bands rising out of the uh, industrial mm-hmm. wasteland, right? Uh, of northern England. Here we have the yeah. industrial wasteland that was, mm-hmm. you know, Akron. late seventies northern mm-hmm. Ohio, right? And uh, the blimps had flown away. So uh, Devo had their whole backstory 
and their manifesto, the truth about de-evolution, and they were true artists. And the, they stuck to their guns. They they always wore their outfits. They towed the party line, um, wrote a bunch of crazy songs, and and you know they never really stopped. That they were definitely it, an institution. It was. It, I was going to say it was super shocking to see their success yes. with Whippet, because they were so uncompromising. Right. They, they just um, <laughs> fell into that, I think. It was yeah. Just a- and I, I can remember when the first album came mm-hmm. out, and they, they had, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the helmets. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the uh, um, flower pot heads. The, yeah. yes. <laughs> and my brother and I went to our local Woolworths and bought the stepped. <laughs> Flower pots and wore them around the mall, right? Look, you know, we are diva. Look, we are punk rockers. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At the Signal Hill Mall in Statesville, North uh, Carolina, you know, the, the hotbed of, of, a hotbed of the of new wave. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I didn't get to see Devo until much later on the new Traditionalist album. Um, we had talked about Mission to Burma. That was the same night I saw Mission to Burma. They played at the Fox, and they had quite an elaborate stage. They had moving sidewalks that they were all on, and they really put out a good show. There was a, It was a very little guitar going on. It was mostly synthesizers, but they... they um, gave you value for money on the entertainment end of it. Did you ever get to see them? No, I saw Mother's Ball play um, a, a, sh- a kid's show yes. um, at, at Moogfest. They did a, an outdoor event with DJ okay. Lance Rock from mm-hmm. Yo Gabba Gabba and <laughs> Bootsy Collins. It was awesome. It was wow. like all your favorites in one spot. Mm-hmm. Um, no drugs needed for yeah, that. So I was like walking three paces behind you know, all of those guys. Wow. You know, one at a time, they were all mm-hmm. going off and grabbing cokes and yes. just happened to be us like i'm walking in the footsteps of bootsy i'm walking in the footsteps <laughs> later of mark mother's ball and it's right. like this is so cool <laughs> <laughs> all right so um that's devo this is um i can't get no satisfaction just kind of a a, a really big deal single for 78 kind of the uh the launching of the new wave because this is this is not really punk it's art punk yes and uh it's um, a whole new thing. Uh, Devo is Devo, and uh, uh, it's intellectual. It's thoughtful. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's out of its mind, <laughs> <laughs> but but in a studied way. Yes. Now we were uh, looking at uh, people who had covered this. It was. It was you know, Otis Redding did Satisfaction. Right, because, of course, this is a rock standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otis Redding, Aretha. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't try to cover this after Devo. I just No, that's yeah. the definitive reinterpretation. Just, yeah. Speaking of the definitive mm-hmm. reinterpretation, yes. um, we were reminiscing about how this song really didn't have a connection. There were this interpretation really isn't right. musically connected. Mm-hmm. Um, to the melody, or right. really it doesn't doesn't, very, doesn't use the guitar riff from the Stones. The, the signature, the recognizable signatures of, of satisfaction, really are pretty mm-hmm. absent right. um, from um, the Devo cover. And we sort of had the same thing happen um, in my second band, Bloom. Right, um, where some we were just messing around, and uh, this riff came out, and I was like, God, that really reminds me of Space Junk. Right, and so we sort of like 
did the the same thing to space junk right. that the they had done. <laughs> we had a, we had our reinterpreted version of space yes. junk that just shared lyrics and maybe crossed occasionally yeah. with, with melodic elements. I remember space that. Junk. That was very good. Yeah, <laughs> and it just named cities for a while. And <laughs> Where the space junk was falling. Yeah, and you know, you just kind of mm-hmm. name local sites, and then you end. Yep. Don't go beep 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> I had to borrow that too. I um I have a recommendation. Of course, we've been talking about Devo, and I strongly recommend the first two Devo records. Uh, they're all good, but um, uh, Q are we not men? And the the second one, Duty Now for the Future is maybe even a little weirder than the first one in some some respects. And uh, if you like that weird art, music, punk, um, Devo is definitely the way to go. Uh, do you have a recommendation? I'd say um, Mark Mothersbaugh has had this rather distinguished second or third act yes. as a composer, particularly for children's um, shows. <laughs> and um, on Yo Gabba Gabba, he actually draws. Um, so he wow. has a little segment where he draws um, uh, on Yo Gabba Gabba. So. Um, you know, Check it's not just for kids. In fact, you know, kids should get out of the way and let us watch it. <laughs> so you should watch it if you uh, haven't already. Okay, good recommendation. This has been Singles Going Steady, number 030, uh, talking about 1978, Devo and their cover of the Rolling Stones, I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Um, it's been great talking with you, and we will see you next time. We'll see you next time. To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com and click on the Singles Going Steady icon. You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub Zub Records. Records. Smart Smart sounds sounds for for sharp people. people.